We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oregon fans, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. Just in case you're new here, I'm your host, Max Torres, and we are here today for a big recruiting episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. Definitely been ramping up the recruiting coverage lately, and uh, a lot of our content has been taking more of a recruiting focus. So if you're a fan of Oregon football recruiting, look no further. You have come to the right place because we have a lot of big names to talk about on today's show. Uh, Again, I am back in the Bay Area for the holiday, but I'm going to be returning to Southern California tomorrow. Had to pack my carry-on and wasn't able to bring my usual mic with me, so I'm just using my AirPods today. So sorry if the quality isn't necessarily where you're used to it being, but you know the show goes on. Still want to be here to talk about Oregon and what they're doing on the recruiting trail as we're just about a month away from the early signing period. Um, uh, only other note I have is if you see the door move behind me, it's because my sister's dog is here. Um, so I'm waiting. I, I left the door open in case he wants to, to walk out. Um, but Hey, you know, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. I got a Snapple here. So if you guys have been watching the show for a while, you know that I like Snapple, but, but you didn't tune in to, to hear me talk about Snapple. So let's get today's show underway. Today, we're going to be talking about Oregon and their push into the state of Texas as the early signing period nears for the class of 2023. As we all know, Texas is extremely talent rich when it comes to, you know, college football talent, college football recruits, and Oregon has a a ton of guys that they are still very much in the mix on. So we're going to talk about a couple of those guys in today's show. So let's go ahead and do that. Starting with, I'm going to get some film here. I got my mom's monitor here, so I'm going to try to get some film. We're going to be talking about Johnny Bowens. He is a really big name on the recruiting show for Oregon right now. Um, And the reason he's such a big name right now is because, let me see if I can change this. Oh, there we go. We'll do that. Johnny Bowens is a big name on the recruiting show right now because he is actually announcing his college commitment tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day. So we can do a little bit of a commitment preview here on today's episode of the Ducks Dish podcast. He plays his high school football at Judson High School in Converse, Texas. And uh, he's a name that a lot of Oregon fans are probably familiar with at this point. 
Um, I think when he first kind of got onto the radar was really back in that May, June window when he took a visit out to Oregon. It was an unofficial visit. And uh, at the time, Bowens was actually committed to Texas A&M. So the visit goes down, uh, does their thing, uh, have an awesome staff that, that always knocks these visits out of the park. He gets back to Texas and he actually makes the decision to reopen his recruitment and he kind of the way you can uh, see these things shaking out is if someone's committed to a school and they visit a new school and then decommit right after that visit, it's usually not too far-fetched to say that that school they just visited is kind of in the driver's seat, you know, can kind of be the leader. I do want to say I haven't spoken to Bowens at all in his recruitment, which is a little bit of a bummer, but it wasn't for lack of trying. Um, But, you know, it's not always easy to get a hold of recruits, and, and that's uh, you know that's just part of the job. Uh, but there's a lot of stuff that we can talk about just on the surface. Um, I have been able to to talk to you know some folks at Oregon, some sources, uh, and kind of just get a feel for where things are at with with them as far as Bowens with his announcement coming tomorrow. Uh, but this is a guy that they they really like. Um, you know, I talked about how he got out for that visit in, in June. Um, and, uh, they brought him back out for an official visit this season. Um, and, you know, Oregon's offense, Oregon's defensive line, I think has, has been a little bit of a mixed bag has been really good against the the run obviously, but, um, they, they haven't been super effective and against the pass and getting pressure on the quarterback. Uh, and, and Bowens is one of those guys that I think they can really bring in, uh, to kind of cause some havoc there on the uh, on the edge. He's listed at 6'3", 265 pounds on his 247 sports recruiting profile. Um, but he's a dude for sure. Um, another way we know that Oregon really likes him, not only did they, you know, use an official visit point went out to Texas to see him in person. Uh, anytime coaches travel during the season, I think that that time is super, super valuable because the biggest difference is, during the season, you have to focus on that on-field product as well, right? It's not like the spring. It's not like the summer uh, when you don't have as much going on from a prep standpoint with, uh, you know, your actual team, you know, with the Ducks. So that was big, I think, you know, kind of telling that they were definitely interested that Tosh point went out there to go see him. Heading into this commitment uh, tomorrow on Thanksgiving, um, Johnny Bowens is working from a top three of Oregon, Texas, and Texas A&M. Uh, obviously that connection there with the Aggies since he was formerly committed to Jimbo Fisher. Uh, but things have not been going well on the recruiting trail for the Aggies. They're, they're having a really rough season. Uh, so when I say that, I kind of think that this is more so an Oregon, Texas battle, or at least that's kind of how it projects. Um, but, but I think Oregon's in a really, really good position here for Bowens, uh, would not be surprised if, if Oregon ends up landing his commitment, uh, on Thursday, I, I like the Ducks for Johnny Bowens, and I think this could be a really good statement for Oregon on the recruiting trail in 2023, seeing that they do need some help in the trenches, even though they have a lot of bodies already along the defensive line. You're talking Amari Washington uh, out of Arizona. You're talking Michael Gardner also out of Arizona. Terrence Green, who's from the Lone Star State, Cypress, Texas. I got a connection to him. Uh, he he kind of factors into today's episode in a little bit of a different way that we're going to be talking about uh, later on. But Terrence Green's in the fold. You have Tevita Pome'e out of Layton, Utah. Uh, he was on campus for the Utah game um, not too long ago. So 
Oregon's got some really good pieces along the defensive line here. And then you have, you know, your Jaden Moores, you have your, um, you have, uh, who else? You have Blake Purchase on the edge. You have Tatum Tuioti, who I think his stock has really risen in his senior year at, at Sheldon uh, at a local, as a local guy there in, in Eugene. So they have a lot of really solid talent already in this front seven, but Texas, the, the guys that they're still involved with for the most part when it comes to Texas, a lot of that is is in that front seven. So Johnny Bowens hasn't set a commitment time for Thanksgiving. We just know that he's going to be announcing his commitment between Texas, Texas A&M, and Oregon on Thursday. Uh, so since he's kind of you know the freshest name here um, with him come, set to come off the board on Thanksgiving, I wanted to start off today's show with him. But now that we have our first recruit of the day, uh, first recruit of the day, you know, kind of checked off here. Um, I wanted to get uh, some notes up here for the next guy that I'm going to be talking about. So just let me let me do some work here to to get the screens all set up. Uh, but we got a good amount of folks in here in the live show. So if you guys are here watching live on YouTube, youtube.com slash Oregon Football Max Taurus is where you can always find us. Do me a favor and hit that like button and make sure to subscribe to the channel and uh, hop on in the live chat. You know, let me know how you're feeling about Dan Lanning and the Ducks on the recruiting trail in 2023 and beyond. Earlier this week, they added a commitment from Fox Crater, covered that commitment and kind of talked a little bit about what's next over on Ducks Digest. So just wanted to give uh, kind of give a shout out and, and give a plug for my work over there. Um, love doing this stuff on the podcast, but the writing is usually a little bit faster uh, so definitely make sure you check that out. Um, but yeah, so we got some folks here, hop in the live chat. Let me know what's going on. Let me know where you're tuning in from and, uh, we'll just keep going. So with all of that, we're going to hop into our next recruit. If I can get all of these screens lined up, just give me a second here. Um, oh, I got to wait for the, okay, no, I don't have to wait for the ad. Thank God. Um, but here we go. Let's get our next recruit up on the screen as we break down some film and kind of have that going in the background. We are looking at Ashton Porter. We got brother Steve here in the chat as well. What's going on? Good to see you last week in Eugene. I'm trying to hit play on these highlights. There we go. I think I got it. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Ashton Porter. You see his junior tape. 63 tackles, 15 sacks, and 24 tackles for loss. Who is Ashton Porter? He is a 2023 defensive end out of Cy Ranch High School in Cypress, Texas. So as we know, we're continuing our uh, focus on uh, the state of Texas uh, in this episode. Uh, he's listed at 6'2 255 pounds, and he was actually recently committed to Northwestern. Uh, but just about a month ago or so, I want to say, he decided to reopen his recruitment. And uh, Oregon has been in this for just about a month, actually. The Ducks got into his recruitment with an offer uh, late in October. And, man, I think Oregon's viewpoint on this is is they're really surprised that there aren't more guys, uh, you know, that are in on Porter's recruitment. Uh, I, I wrote a recent visitor uh, recap story with uh, with Porter that's over on ducksdigest.com. You can go ahead and take that out, check that out rather, um, because Oregon knocked that visit out of the park. Uh, and we have a little bit of a, an update as far as the, the schools that are involved here with Ashton Porter. He recently dropped the top five of Oregon, 
TCU, Houston, Michigan State, and Mississippi State, I believe, was that fifth school. So uh, obviously, Oregon, a you know, pretty recent school to hop into the boat here, but they certainly have Ashton Porter's interest ending in his top five. He also uh, set a commitment date of January 3rd. He's an Under Armour All-American, so he is definitely one of the best in the country. And you just see this guy on the tape. He is living in the backfield. He's got uh, a, a lot. Uh, he's got a lot of, um, you know, athleticism, and um, and I think that he's super explosive off the edge, and that's something you can never have enough of. Uh, you know, if you're a defensive coordinator, if you're a defensive-minded guy like Dan Lanning, he's just causing all sorts of havoc. Uh, so right now he's, he's taken some official visits. He's taken official visits to Northwestern and Michigan state. He's going to be heading to Mississippi, uh, on December 9th. I believe it was, he told me for his official visit. Um, but not only did Oregon knock that visit out of the park, you know, there were a lot of things that stood out to him, you know, just Tosh Lapoy uh, was, was spending time with him showed him and, and talked about uh, Marcus Mariota's Heisman Trophy in the Hatfield Downland Complex. Um, and he they just did a really good job of showing him how he would fit into the scheme and how he would fit into the program at Oregon. Um, one thing that stood out to him was uh, kind of the success story or the success that they've had with DJ Johnson, who's obviously a super athletic guy on Oregon's defensive front. They had a whole PowerPoint presentation about how he would fit into things. You know, he, they were very... Um, you know, they were critical of his film, you know, trying to sh show him what he can, what he can improve on, talked about shooting his hands more. Um, it, I think I might've already mentioned this. Sorry, this is a repeat that he, the, the fans were his name, uh, at the Utah game. So he's a, a recent visitor. He got to be on campus to, to basically watch Oregon's best defensive performance. I think one of the best defensive performances for Oregon this year. So Ashton Porter is absolutely a big time target. He didn't rule out that he could uh, sign early and then go public with his commitment uh, at the Under Armour All-American game. Um, but I think as far as uh, I think as far as his commitment, Oregon's in an awesome spot. They're going to get him back on campus next month in December for an official visit. Uh, so again, you just see with Porter that timing is so so important in that recruitment. Um, and let's see what else I can add here. Um, the other thing that I can add here is that, uh, Ashton Porter is, is really good friends with, uh, is good friends with Terrence Green. As I said at the top of this show, he is from Cy Ranch High School in Cypress, Texas. And, uh, Terrence Green goes to Cy Woods High School in Cypress, Texas. So he was talking about how Terrence Green has been, uh, recruiting him. Uh, he's texting him, you know, talking about how Oregon's home, and he was saying it would be a good opportunity. Porter was saying it would be a good opportunity to team, excuse me, team up at the next level uh, because they've been going against each other for so long. Uh, so you definitely want to have that familiarity there uh, when it comes to just having relationships. You know, that's always really, really big. Um, and uh, let's see, what else do we have? Um, the other big note uh, that's other than that's noteworthy with, with Ashton Porter, he was talking about how he wants to, you know, design cleats and kind of go into sports business management. What better school to do that at than Oregon with their Nike connection. And he also mentioned how he is good friends with David DJ Hicks. They go back to the fourth grade together. We all know that David Hicks is one of Oregon's biggest remaining targets here in the 2023 class was able to talk to Hicks after his uh, official visit 
Um, that was back in spring, but uh, there was another, he was also here, uh, I guess in Eugene rather, um, for a visit for the Washington game. So uh, I wanted to talk about that visit a little bit. We'll talk some DJ Hicks uh, later in this episode of the pod. Um, so the fact that they're really good friends, I think, lays this out really well. I think that Oregon wants to go for David Hicks, but if you have some friends of his, if you have other guys that are connected to him that you can also bring into the fold that are you know capable of contributing to your team uh, at a high level, I think that you absolutely want to go for them, right? That's only a bonus. That's kind of just even a cherry on top, if you will. So we talked about Ashton Porter. We talked about Johnny Bowens, two big-time talents along the defensive front. And we're going to talk about David Hicks on the other side of the break. So don't go anywhere. We got more Oregon recruiting content for you. Talking David Hicks after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Duck's Dish podcast. It's uh, Wednesday, November 23rd. As I record this, we're live on YouTube right now, and uh, I'm doing a shifting around a little bit to get some some fresh film on the screen for you. So give me give me just a second here. Let's see. My sister's dog trying to go. You want to leave? Sorry, one sec. Where are your buds? <laughs> okay. Um, all right, we're back. Sorry about that, everyone. So let me get DJ Hicks's tape up on the screen right now. We got the junior tape. Uh, we all know how big of a game changer he is. So here we go. David Hicks. What do we know about David Hicks? You know, what can we talk about with this recruitment? He's the number one defensive lineman in the country, right? And this is definitely a guy that Oregon really, really wants um in in the 2023 recruiting class he's a difference maker in the trenches he's someone that can cause a whole lot of havoc in the backfield stop the run get after the quarterback whatever you want to call it whatever you want him to do he's someone who can do it 
Um, he, he took his official visit to Oregon a while ago, but he was back in town for the Washington game. I thought that was really big. Coming off of an official visit to Oklahoma uh, this past weekend for the Bedlam rivalry. And if you watch that game or just look at the box score, you could tell that Oklahoma beat the brakes off of Oklahoma State in that game. So I'm sure that Brent Venables and the Sooner staff feels like they're doing everything right in that recruitment. Oklahoma was a school that Hicks was very high on prior to making his first commitment uh, to Texas A&M. As you guys currently committed to Texas A&M, doesn't know, at least the last time that I talked to him, he told me he wasn't sure if he was going to be signing early or not. But I do believe he said he was going to be signing in May. Uh, but as we know, you know, things, an awful lot could change here within the next month or so. Um, so he made it out to Oregon recently and made it out to Oklahoma this past weekend. And then Steve Wiltfong was reporting, I believe, that he is going to be taking an official visit to Texas A&M on December 16th. Uh, so if he does indeed end up signing early, he is going to be taking, um, you know, that visit pretty much right before uh, the early signing period. So Texas A&M could end up getting the uh you know the last chance to impress with david hicks which i think is is, is really big uh but when i was talking to him he spoke very highly of uh dan lanning and tosh lapoy and and uh the guys that he'd be able to play with at oregon talked about the the culture at oregon being a major selling point for him um and i think that you know this recruitment the, the dan lanning factor should absolutely come into play right you know Maybe Oregon's defense hasn't been phenomenal this year, but I think another point that we're hearing more and more right now just about the team, and I, mean, I think it also applies to recruiting, is that he doesn't necessarily have a roster that is full of his guys. So just imagine what he can do when some of these 2023 guys get on campus, and I'm sure that he wants to, to get David Hicks in the fold. Um, so I think that the Dan Lanning factor, just being able to have his hand and be a major part of an all-time defense at Georgia is absolutely going to be a factor here, be a selling point. You got Tosh Lapoy, who's worked with some some big-time talent. Uh, when I was talking to Ashton Porter, he was talking to me about how, you know, Tosh Lapoy has worked with Miles Garrett. Um, he's worked with Cam Jordan, you know, guys that are really high achievers in the NFL. Tosh Lapoy has worked with them. So that's something that is obviously coming into the picture here and uh, could be a selling point there with uh, with guys like David Hicks. So um, his biggest takeaway, I'm just looking at my notes here, as he was talking about his biggest takeaway from that Oregon visit was that the Ducks never quit uh, when it comes to uh, you know their defense and just playing overall. So I think a lot of people were pretty upset about that Washington loss, and understandably so, especially when it comes to having big recruits. Uh, on campus for that game. But I don't think all hope should be lost uh, about with some of those visitors that came into town for the Washington game uh, because David Hicks was telling me that it's still a really good impression that Oregon left um, and he's still definitely liking the Ducks. So it seems like this is going to come down to Oregon, Oklahoma, Texas A&M battle uh, so far in, in this recruitment unless any new visitors up between now and then um, but you definitely want to keep an eye out on David Hicks because he's one of the biggest names in this class and I think a, another reason that he becomes such an important recruit to follow for the Ducks on the recruiting trail is because we're still waiting to see what's going to happen with Mateo Uyunglele from St. John Bosco out there in Bellflower, California. You know I stopped at Bosco last week, talked to Mateo, it's usually more of the same but this time he said that Georgia's in the mix now 
and that he reached out to Georgia on his own accord because it's usually the same schools and he's kind of doubling back around, circling back around, seeing if there's any schools that he maybe fell out of touch with or maybe didn't give a close enough look. And uh, obviously there's some serious interest for Mateo Uyunglele and uh, Georgia because he's going to be taking an official visit out there. The plan right now is, uh, for me at least, is to uh, get back to Southern California tomorrow on Thanksgiving uh, and then my plan is to be at modern day St. John Bosco on Friday. And I believe Mateo is going to be taking that Georgia official visit as soon as Saturday. Uh, but he's going to be taking the official visit to Georgia before he makes his commitment during the early signing period. So he's an early signing period guy, early enrollee guy. Um, I don't think that Oregon's necessarily lost ground here, but when a school like Georgia, a heavy hitter like Georgia gets into the mix with Kirby smart, number one team in the country, historic defense last year, all the guys that are sending to the NFL. I feel like Georgia and Ohio state should, should absolutely be viewed as some of the front runners uh, in this recruitment. Uh, but I know that Oregon's put a lot of work in here. So I think for Oregon, it's good to have some contingency plans or not even contingency plans, but some other guys that you're going after in this, uh, in this 2023 recruiting class in the event that you can't get a guy like Mateo, you, uh, but you're still really doing yourself a favor with, uh, you know, all the work you've put in with David Hicks. So I think the Ducks are still in a good spot here. Uh, the timeline is going to be something that we have to continue tracking, uh, see if any other visits pop up. You know, since he's in the state of Texas, you know, Oklahoma, Texas, Texas A&M, all those schools are much easier to get to than in Oregon in this case. But I don't think that geography is going to be a huge, uh, you know, hurdle for the Ducks to overcome in their recruitment of five-star Texas defensive lineman, David Hicks, number one defensive lineman in 2023. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, you know, a gap closer. This is a game changer. This is a huge talent in the trenches. It's someone that Oregon needs to get. I think I was listening to uh, the preps to pros, or maybe it was the Wolf Fong rip around and, and Cooper Patagna, who used to work at Oregon, he does a lot of great work now with 247. He was talking about how guys like Hicks, you, you can't really find them too often on the West Coast. So you need to go into Texas. You need to go into the South to uh, to get guys uh, that are of Hicks's caliber. And Oregon got one not too long ago when Kayvon Thibodeau committed to Oregon. But where's Kayvon Thibodeau now? He's in the NFL. So you need a game-changing talent in the trenches, someone who can – absolutely win at the point of attack and, and that's some more that Oregon's lacking right now so that's why they're pursuing David Hicks so hard um, I think that they're still in a good spot obviously getting that recent visit getting them on campus is, is awesome but now you have some of these other schools like Oklahoma and Texas A&M they're going to do a lot to uh, you know get their their shot at impressing David Hicks uh, ahead of the early signing period um, I think if uh, if Oregon's able to well, if he ends up signing early, then that would be good. But if for whatever reason, Oregon loses ground, um, if I were to hear that Oregon wasn't, uh, you know, the, the school to beat, then you would kind of want him to draw it back, push back his commitment a little bit, because then you could have a chance at getting him on campus again, which I think is going to be super important. So that's kind of the latest that I'm hearing and I have to say about David Hicks. But we have one more guy that we want to talk about, and then maybe I'll get to some questions I know I've been seeing some of those in the comments, so we shall see. But the last guy we're going to be talking about is Damian Sanford, and he is actually teammates with uh, David Hicks uh, at Peyto High School, Peyto High School in Katy, Texas. 
He's a little bit of a newer name onto Oregon's radar here in the twenty-four seven in the two in the twenty twenty-three recruiting class. I can't talk, but he's also committed to Texas A and M alongside Hicks. So uh, you know, Texas A and M is vulnerable right now because they're not really getting it done on the field, and and that means that a lot of other schools are going to be coming after your recruits. But I'm sure the same thing is happening to Oregon in some instances. Um, so Demian Sanford. Is a uh, watch. He was on campus alongside David Hicks uh, when they visited for the Washington game, and uh, you know this isn't necessarily just a guy that they're trying to add so they can get Hicks. Like I said, I think that's kind of a bonus that you have with all of these Texas guys that we're talking about on this episode. But this is a guy that Oregon legitimately wants. You know, he's he's an athletic linebacker. You see him here with the, with a pick six. Uh, he's listed at uh, 6'2", 210 pounds, so he definitely moves well for a linebacker. Here you see him coming off the edge, getting after the quarterback, causing the fumble, something that Oregon needs more of. Definitely hasn't been a team that's uh, – Oregon hasn't been a team that's excelled at forcing turnovers you know, this year. Um, so the, the good thing for um, – Dylan, you got to be kidding me. Um, did we get some breaking news here? I think we might have had some breaking news. Um, hold on a second, folks. I'm looking at my phone. Um, hold on. Dylan's my guy, so he wouldn't lie to me. Um, yeah, wow. Um, so we we got a uh, we got some breaking news. Janoris Wilson out of Lakeland, Florida, just committed to Oregon. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit, but we'll see what uh we'll we'll get to that in a separate show. Um. But yeah, last thing with Damian Sanford, just talking about the Texas efforts for Oregon in 2023. He was, when he was with Hicks, he was on campus in an unofficial capacity. Oregon's trying to get him back out to campus for an official visit in December. Uh, so like I said, timing is super important with all these recruitments. And uh, Damian Sanford's going to be, a, could potentially be a big piece in Oregon's 2023 uh, recruiting class. Um, but fortunately, we got that breaking news kind of late in the show. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up there so I can get working on some of that other stuff. But uh, big time, uh, big time news for Oregon getting Janoris Wilson. And we're going to make sure to keep breaking that down. But uh, like I said, I tweeted this yesterday, Texas and Southern California are going to play a huge role in how Oregon is able to, um, how Oregon's able to finish this 2023 recruiting class. So that'll do it for us here on this episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Sorry, I couldn't get to any questions, but I got some breaking news, so I got to take care of that. Uh, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter, at Sports. If you guys are here on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel, at Oregon Football Max Taurus, and like the video. And head on over to DucksDigest.com for the latest Oregon Ducks football, basketball, and recruiting news and intel. So that'll do it for us here on the Ducks Dish Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we will see you in the next episode. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.